How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Pod Diva. This is Pod Diva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. I'm Rachel Shelley. Lucy Spragan, the fearless singer-songwriter who exploded into the limelight 10 years ago via The X Factor, has a new single. Everything Changes is inspired by her newly acquired 30-year-old perspective on the world, declaring that the sheer terror of knowing that you know nothing is the best part of life. That's what I mean about being fearless. Lucy Spragan is also writing an autobiography, and if it's anything like her amazing music, her lyrics, or her irresistible personality, it's also going to be unapologetically explosive. And that's what makes this interview energetically brilliant. So when you finish listening to this Pod Diva, go out and grab yourself a copy of Diva magazine and discover more. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Wherever you are in the world. Pod Diva. Your new single, Everything Changes, lands on the 26th. Congrats. It's a song that uses a sample of my the first song the public were introduced to me by, and it was the Bear Fear song. It's 10 years since that song appeared on television. And um, I was kind of looking back nostalgically on it and, and I thought, oh, everything really does change. Like I'm three years sober and that song is about going out and getting absolutely smashed. And just that life changes as you get a bit older, you get that perspective. And so I wrote a song about that. So how do these feelings come through and what do you hope fans will take from it? I've hoped that the people who were on the journey like with me who are around the same age feel the same way not about me but about their own life listening to that song and just being like oh yeah like nothing really is forever and everything just keeps on changing and that's okay I want people to listen to it and hear like the nostalgia in it of you do lose friends but that's all right and I want young people to listen to it and and think anticipate that their futures will change especially if things are quite shit where they are this will be part of your seventh album. What's the process towards this been like and like what can we expect from it? Well, I've released an album every two years since 2011. Choices came out in 2021 and I was like, I cannot, I can't fucking do another album for 23. It's just not going to happen. 
And then all of a sudden, I'd just written the songs and I was like, oh, I've got enough for another album. So it seems to me like this, there's this circadian rhythm of albums that just happens to exist with my existence. So it kind of just happened. There was not really a plan. Maybe I'll feel the same next year. I'll be like, I'm not doing eight albums. And there'll just be another one. And then it happens. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. That's like amazingly symmetrical. I have OCD, so maybe it's something to do with the fact I can't let things not be like that. But um, no, it's not. It was. I genuinely think it's just the rhythm of my like writing, which mm. it's such a sounds like a real wanky artist thing to say but it is it's just like oh I happen to have like 15 to 20 songs written and they some of them are good enough to put on a record how does this album differ from your previous work or if it does at all it really does it really it does. does basically I turned 30 I, I don't know are you are you 30 are I'm you? not I'm 24 do I look 30 I don't look 30 no but you've got like a like a very adult I don't know, you've got a feeling head on you. Also, I feel like between 25 and 30, there's just, like, not a look. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we all look yeah. the same age. And then after that, 30. I mean, I'm 31 now. Fucked it. But, yeah, the, the only reason I ask is because, like, after you turn 30, and I've heard this from everyone, it's just that everyone's like, I don't give a shit. So I don't give a shit. And I was started doing a record, and I, like, went into a studio with someone I didn't really vibe off. And then I went to Dublin for a writing session and I met the producer, Phil McGee. We all sat in a circle and wrote a song and I was like, I'm recording this fucking album here. Because it just felt right. Mm. And like, it didn't matter. Any of the other dynamics didn't matter. I was just like, this just feels amazing. And and right now, like being a woman in my 30s, it's so important to just be like, I'm only doing what feels good. It's all being played live and it's all like songs that I want. That's why it's different because a lot of the other times I was trying to write something, oh, I need it to sound like this or like I need to impress this straight white man in this record label, like fuck that. It's a life thing. You got your first big break obviously on The X Factor and you were the first contestant to score a top 40 single like before it even aired. I guess like being, are you that girl off X Factor for the last 10 years? Like it's helpful. Having a platform like that is intensely helpful. I talk about this quite a lot at the moment because I've kind of realised if you're working class, if you're northern, if your family aren't rich, if your family aren't famous, really, as one of or many of those things, single parent family, you don't get to go to Brit school and you don't get to like walk into a fucking record label. You don't even know about that stuff. So people say, well, why would you ever go on X Factor? And you're like, because I'm fucking working class and there's no other way into this industry unless you have roots into it already so there's that like that was the way that I found myself into in this industry that's an explosive experience and then the dust settles and that's done and then it's up to you to do the rest of it obviously that explosive platform was really helpful and it introduced me to the public led me to here and you were sort of relatively relatively young when you went on the X Factor with sort of 21. Yeah, um, So young. What was that like for you? Absolutely life-shattering. Being famous, and this is something that I write about in my book, especially overnight, that's sensational fame, mm. which happens more now because of social media and stuff. But at the time, we didn't have the same kind of social media and exposure. It was fucking really traumatic. I didn't realise at the time. I was just like, oh, fucking hell. Like, you know, 
I can pretty much have whatever I want. And it's weird, like it's, um, yeah, it's a weird situation. Yeah. And it's a lot of recovering from that sort of thing. But again, it was an experience and it led me to where I am now. You've been out since you were about 14, is that correct? Yes. But what was this experience like for you going on the X Factor, being queer? Like, what was that like? I remember them saying to me, like, are you going to be open about your sexuality? And I was like, Google my name. My mum literally did an article about having a gay kid when I was fucking 18, so I'm already out. It's never been a thing. It's never been, like, there's no option for me to be in. It's not how I've ever lived my life. So I remember I did uh, Gold Digger. I did a performance of Gold Digger in one of the weeks they said, we're going to get you some backing dancers. And I was like, well, they have to be female backing dancers. Mm. Brian Friedman was the choreographer. And I remember his face just lighting up because they were going to give me, like, male dancers. And I was like, fuck, no, I'll be disgraced on stage. I'll be like, ooh, disgusted. And uh, I remember they were, like, twerking around. And there's this bit on the video where I look down. I'm like, go ahead, girl, get down. Like, looking at this girl twerking in front of me. And like, now I look back on that thing. That's quite cool, actually, because there have never really been lesbians, visible lesbians. I mean, there aren't now. Yeah. It's something that's still a problem. Growing up, just the visibility that that just provides is, is incredible. So thank you for that. Oh, that's very lovely of you. <laughs> in Alex, Alex Parts, Alex Fame Academy, you might be a bit young, but like she was the lesbian I saw, and it's just... The irony, it's not irony, it's sad, it's sad that it was another reality TV contestant that I had to look up to because lesbians aren't allowed in. As far as we're aware, I'm the only lesbian, out British lesbian, in the last 20 years to have a top 10 album. I've had two, and that's not because I'm great, that's because there's a lack of lesbian visibility. Actually, looking sad. What was that like for you, like, coming out and the whole journey with that? I was raised in a small town in Derbyshire. Not very many people there. I've always kind of been like the kind of person, if someone's laughing at me, it's a defence mechanism, clearly. I'll just laugh along and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so funny. I never really realised when anyone was being mean or whatever. I've always been an intense confrontationalist. So whenever anyone was physically mean or whatever, I just gave it all back as much as a small town girl lesbian needed to. I didn't find it very tough. I'm also the kind of person who will, who has in the past just like put anything that's difficult to the side and carried on doing my own thing. You've got a huge LGBT fan base. What's that like for you? What does it mean to represent them? It means the world because when my industry was completely ignoring me when I released Join the Club, it was a number seven, like top 10 album in the UK, it went silver. There was no opportunity for me. That was all. I was just turned away. And I remember thinking, what the fuck? This is weird because I've just had this success here. And when those opportunities weren't being afforded to me, I went and played all the prides. I went and, like, you know, had this cult fan base of, like, amazing LGBT people and queer people. And they've always been my my people. And to have an army like that, to have a family like that, it's actually something that, those heterosexual artists see you guys they ain't got it like people don't know what it's like to become to be a part of something as solid as the queer community what's your favorite fan interaction been like whether like at a show or social media 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Part Diva. I just love them all. I don't know if it's my favourite because it's really, really weird, but there's been lots of my face being tattooed on people recently. And I wow, just... that's amazing. So, that's intense. Oh, uh, yeah. People always say, oh, I'm going to get your signature tattooed or whatever, and I'm like, no, just get like a lyric or something that means something. I love I love interacting with them all the time. I wear this ring every day. They got me um, this ring for my last birthday that just says uh, always with you in it and I wear it every day and they all put their money together like the super cult fans and it's always something that's been very striking about you as a musician you've just got such a lovely fan base they're so lovely yeah like dedicated don't kill a man for me I think (laughs) no no (laughs) surprise there you obviously won musician of the year at our lovely diva awards you're a very special figure for diva readers in particular. Uh, well, I had my diva, I think it was 2018 award. Up, I have it up in my house, like you can see it in my house all the time. I don't really, w- this sounds like, oh, but like, I don't really win stuff. And I think it does partially have something to do with the fact that I kind of do get ignored. That's like, I'm not a commercial thing. I'm never really a contender in anything unless it's like something gay <laughs> the LGBT awards invited me as um 
as this special guest for having long-term commitment to the LGBT community and I was outstanding long-term commitment and I was like oh no I've just been gay like my whole life yeah I'm just gay that's it <laughs> I was like okay I'll take it but but yeah no the diva awards like I remember buying my first diva award buying an award buying a magazine I mean it was on the top shelf in WH Smith and Buxton it was like on the porn shelf getting it and feeling such shame buying it and that's like always been a really like memorable feeling for me and then I think I said it at the award like standing up there and taking an award for Diva Magazine Mm. it's a real real contrast and it's lovely and I'm so grateful for Diva playing a big part in my life as a lesbian and lesbian visibility as well. I remember it being on the top shelf as well that was maybe sort of five years ago kind of right up there like you couldn't get to it they would always have the other queer mags kind of meant for queer men i say to people all the time about lesbian visibility i'm like name me a british lesbian singer and they go uh, 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 and i go name me a man they go elton john they go uh ollie from years and years bloody everyone that you can name which is fucking thousands I think emphasis on the British as well. It's a British problem. It's a British problem. America's like thriving and especially like trans representation as well. They're doing so much better, but we have a real fucking misogyny and patriarchal problem here, but you know, it ain't new. I really do think that after my, when my book comes out, people learn a little bit more about me. I think that this will be my opportunity to be a really fucking visible lesbian and, and a femme. I know I don't look that femme right now, but I like move fluidly between mask, femme, whatever. And I want to like paint that picture as well because the lesbians that we're allowed to see on TV wear brogues, they wear jackets, mm. they have short hair, they're funny. They're, not, they're allowed to be funny, but they're not allowed to be sexy. Mm. Fuck no, the lesbian allowed to be sexy. I'm hopefully going to try and do all that shit next year. So could you tell me a little bit about your book? Yeah, my book is a memoir of the last 10 years of my life. And more, actually, really my whole life. All of the traumas that I've endured, which have been pretty fucking significant. But the main message of the book is that like trauma can break you. It can kill you, actually. And I've been really close to that. But at the same time, you can use trauma as this platform, this stepping stone to becoming something you've always wanted to be. And the line between the two is really long and really arduous, but it's like the most wonderful thing to have arrived on the other side of. And I genuinely want to share that message with people. You sort of touched earlier on about your experiences like with having OCD. Uh, I've ADHD as well. I just need a PhD now and then I'll be like, alphabet. Sometimes it's my superpower, being able to fixate on things. Sometimes being able to let things go really quickly is a superpower for me. But sometimes when I had less control over my brain, when I was less spiritual and when I wasn't in touch with my body and my physicality, it was fucking hard. And that's why I had a problem with drugs and that's why I had a problem with alcohol because I was constantly trying to find a way to, like, subdue the noise. Now, I don't think if someone was like, I can turn off your ADHD and I can turn off your OCD now, do you want me to do it? I'd be like, fuck no. I don't want to ever have the brain that's not the one in my head because I find it quite spectacular sometimes. Like, there's shit that I do that I'm like, oh, that's not me. That's not conscious. That's That's 
all of the shit that is wrong with my... Well, not wrong with, but you know what I mean? That's good to be in touch, like, when I'm counting things for no reason. That's not you. Everything's a learning process. I hope by the time I'm 70, I'm like, oh, I still know absolutely fuck all. How wonderful. Sheer terror of that is the best part of life, I believe. <laughs> we can't control anything and we don't know anything. It's fine. So to reflect on your career, like, to date... What have some of the highlights been and some of the lowlights? Um, I've played Glastonbury twice. I'm the only reality TV, like X Factor, Prince of Talent, all that. I'm the only one who ever has in the history of the world, mm-hmm. which is well cool. But really, like, I wake up every day as an artist and I have lots of time, which means I have lots of privilege. And the reason I have those privileges is because I'm supported by a core group of people who are really invested in me and that makes me feel supported and it makes me financially supported and it makes me supported in every sense of the word and to me that is the absolute highlight of my life and my career is waking up every day as somebody who gets to do what they want to do supported by wonderful people Mm. the low parts have been plenty of low parts but who gives a fuck about them they shape you yeah they do just before we finish up, could you tell me a little bit about your tattoos? Well, I had this lighthouse was one of the first. It says Steel City underneath, which is for Sheffield. The lighthouse, when I was touring America when I was 18, when when stuff went wrong, and I mean stuff went really wrong because I was 18 and in America on my own, it would get really bad and then I'd see a lighthouse and everything would start getting better. It was like a good omen. So I had that tattooed and then I wrote the song Lighthouse, which was one of my first early songs. This whole arm is just from all different places around the world. So, like, I played a game of noughts and crosses with a guy in Dublin, and I left-handed did the noughts, um, all on red. I nearly betted all of my uh, first record label advance uh, in the Hippodrome in London, and all on red, but I was so pissed. My tour manager convinced me to just put a £1,000 down, and it came in. So I would have doubled the fucking advance. Like, these are all just you know, ride or die like I ride motorbikes. They're just, it's just nonsense. When it went to go into a gay bar that I've been in a million times in Manchester a few weeks ago, and I, well, actually it was in the winter, I had a fur coat on and like some boots and my blonde hair down. And he said, private event tonight, sorry love. And I was like, never in my life have I been like, I'm fucking Lucy Sprague and I've never done that in my fucking life. <laughs> if I really wanted to be like, fuck off, I'm not straight. <laughs> Oh, I didn't do it because I was like, everything in my body was like, you can't. But uh, yeah, it's the first time I wanted to be like, actually, ask anyone. I'm a fucking lesbian. Let me in this bar, you bastard. (laughs) Amazing. Is there anything else you want to add? Just thank you to the diva readers for being um, legends and thank you to you guys for always supporting me. Thank you for being a legend. Diva readers do love you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva, queers for your ears. Pod Diva. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.